Everybody, Luke McElroy from Mess Performance Consulting, joined by Nick Jane Koskis on my left. Welcome back to another episode of the Physiology Secrets Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about warm-up, so warm-up protocol, why we do it, what the goal of a warm-up is, how long it should go for, all those sort of things. Um, background of the question, Nick, you want to roll through that? Yeah, so we had a good question come through um, from one of our clients, just asking about um, him and his mate who had done some training sessions together. Um, uh, obviously, as things have eased up, you're able to go out and train with at least one other person now, which is good. Um, but... Doing the same main session, so a VO2 interval type session, both running pretty similar pace. I think from memory, uh, he was saying his mate's a little bit quicker than him, so we're talking sort of 3.30, maybe 3.25 pace. We're trying to get to in our main session. Um, but they both go through very different warm-ups. So uh, we've got one person who's going pretty gradual sort of build-up um, to about sort of four-minute K, K pace over the space of about 10 minutes, so just gradually just increasing intensity very slightly each minute or sorry, 90 seconds. Then doing some stride throughs, so five, six, 15 second odd stride throughs, again, building the intensity up towards that 3.30 pace, maybe just a little bit above. And then we've got another athlete who, to warm up for the same session, is doing a very slow jog at just a consistent pace, so five minute K pace, 5.30 pace, whatever it may be, straight into some fairly high intensity strides and then just into the session. So really his, his question was around what should we be doing in a, in a warm-up? Like, how do we construct it correctly? And, and is it okay to have this individual difference or what's better? Should I, should he go the other way and do what his mate's doing? Should he keep doing what he's doing? Yeah. How do we break down a warm-up? So, so at the end of the day, um, to think ahead now, it's probably two, two reasons to do a warm-up. One is going to be injury prevention. You want to be able to complete the session without injuring yourself. Yep. And the second one is going to be to, to maintain the quality of the session from the main set. You don't want to be warming up during your main set. You want that main set to be high quality. So... Um, off the top of my head, a couple of things a warm-up does. So we want to increase our core body temperature by about one degree. So if we're sitting at 37, we go to about 38. That's a good core body temperature to go to. Um, your, your skin and your muscle temperature will increase as well. If you go out and run in one degree temperature, you know, you know everyone knows their legs don't work properly. Yeah. You need to warm up both the, the skin and the muscle by doing a warm-up. So it's uh, more excitable, it's got higher contractility, that sort of stuff. Uh, what else do we need to do in a warm-up? Um, some dynamic stretching as opposed to static, so leg yeah. swings and things like that. That's been shown to to um, improve performance and reduce injury risk, as opposed to static stretching, which actually is increasing your injury risk. Static stretching within, I think, half an hour. Yeah. There's some new stuff on it that if you do static stretching, like with, like if you do static stretching like 60 minutes before you run or 45 minutes before you run, you're gonna be okay. Okay. I think it's within that like window of like half an hour, 45. Don't know the exact yep. time limit, but I wouldn't be doing it within definitely sort of half an hour. Is where you get that that loss in things like power output and ability to actually produce that higher intensity because it's in, inhibiting what the, is happening internally in terms of the muscle. But um, dynamic is definitely definitely a lot better option for yeah. It's just going to assist with party warm-up anyway in terms of increasing body temperature if it's moving as yep. opposed to just sitting on the ground and not doing a lot. Um, but then you just get, you're just taking it into a bit more of a specific manner. It's like, well, you're yeah. probably not going to do too much with it. Like if you're a cyclist and you're doing some dynamic warm-ups, you're probably not going to do too much with your arms, are you? You're going to do it more based on your legs. You might do some squats or something. Yeah. It's not it's not necessarily a, a hard, fast rule of I have to do this particular routine. It's You just take your warm-up into a bit more of a specific path and you might do some high knees focus on getting your, your leg drive through there's a number of different ways you can look at it there um, but yeah it definitely has a good positive effect from warming you up but then also just preparing your body to do 
the activity it's about to do. Yeah, I think specificity, as you said, there's probably the, the key point there. Like, if you're going to go kick a footy, well, you're going to do some leg swings. Yeah. So there's a specific movement, okay? Now, I'll be honest, mate. I'm, all, I'm, I'm always tight. I'll always trigger point yeah. my quad, and I'll do a bit of a static stretch. That's okay, but it's not like I'm going to do... You're not doing 10 minutes of quad stretching before you... Six yeah. sets of 30-second holds of quads and, and hammies and everything. I'm yeah. doing it for a, spe- a specific purpose, and that's because I've, I've got the tightness in there. I've released a trigger point. I need to, to lengthen the muscle. So um, generally speaking, just lengthening the muscle through a static stretch for no reason, as you said before, it's going to reduce your power output slightly. Uh, it could increase injury risk because you're lengthening the muscle as opposed to being like that natural length or whatever it is. But dynamic, generally the way to go. Um, the other thing on so is building up, so building up, should I be going from starting at six minute Ks, building to four minute Ks, or should I just do six minute Ks, building to five minute Ks as my jog warm up? Look, at the end of the day, you've got to increase your core body temperature. So um, the if you're going to do it at a really low workload, it'll take a little bit longer. So instead of 10 minutes, you might need 13 minutes. Yeah, that's a rough idea. Um, the other thing is to talking about your energy system requirements. So the goal of a, of a a warm-up for, for most of us being aerobic athletes is to increase that, that contribution from that aerobic energy system. So when we start the race or our training session or whatever it is, we've already got a big aerobic engine ready to go. So if you if you do zero warm-up, you go to a marathon start or whatever and you just go, you go run, well, you're going to have that anaerobic contribution significantly yep. longer at the start because your heart rate, your ventilation, all your acute responses are trying to increase versus you've done your 10-minute warm-up, whatever it is, plus some strides your heart, your lungs, your muscles, they're all ready to go, so to speak, optimal temperature, um, they've already transported oxygen around, they've, they've produced lactic acid, cleared it out, all those those metabolic processes have, have occurred. So then if you then you, you do your warm up and then within about three minutes, the last I've heard on the research, within three minutes, you then start your race. That's optimal from, a, from an energy system perspective. So um, there is no hard and fast answer to what is the best warm up. Um, th- things that are going to affect it is is individual the temperature and the humidity like if yeah. it's if you're going out and like now it's in winter 10 15 degrees oh, it's even, even long, that thing is like four degrees this morning yeah, like it's going to take a lot, you're going to need a lot longer period of time to, to get yourself going and to that, increase your yeah. muscle temperature your core body temperature your skin temperature versus a 35 degree day i'm probably doing a three minute warm-up that's yeah. plenty i'm already hot okay yeah. depends what it is so um not the same for everyone, but age can also be a factor as yep. well. You, like we, we quite often hear some of the older guys and girls who come in, quite often talk about, oh, I just need a little bit of extra time to get going before before they get to that higher speed. And that's okay. It's just, that's good. That's knowing your body and knowing that you need that little bit of extra time. So take an extra five minutes if you need it. Yeah. Um, you don't have to necessarily rush the warm-up. That's probably something. I guess in the question is like, is it going from just doing really low intensity then just almost jumping straight into high intensity is it better to do that gradual progression through and, and slowly just step up almost each rung of the ladder as you go as opposed to going from zero to 100 um, like I said before injury prevention wise try to go out and do some high intensity stuff straight away is going to be really difficult regardless of who you are um, some people are going to need a longer time to build into that some people might five minutes of jogging and then a couple of strides and you're good to go. Yeah, I mean, theoretically, if you look at the entire session from warm-up to cool-down, it should look like a pyramid. It should be on building intensity and then main set the the lowest intensity. Oh, you know, it, it gets right... The, the, the highest intensity is smack bang in smack the middle. So if you're doing six yeah. sets, it's just like, uh, first one is build, second one is build, third one is probably the highest intensity and then it's coming back down yeah. and by the cool-down, you're back down to resting. So it's literally that pyramid style as a general Very theory, roughly, theoretical yeah. rule. Um... So I think I think at the end of the day, warm ups they're going to be individualised. Just think about what are the goals of it. So um, 
a light sweat is generally, you're going to increase that core body temperature about that one degree if you're under light sweat. Um, your muscles want to be, they don't want to feel stiff, they want to be freely moving, whether that's through extra dynamic stretching, whether that's through extra run-throughs if it's a cold day. Um, but you just have that light sweat, your muscles feel good, um, you've done at least, let's say, roughly speaking, five minutes to make sure that your aerobic energy system's done yep. what it needs to do, and the rest is just filling the blanks. It's not super important, right? Mm. So just trying to do those things, whether that takes you five minutes or whether it takes you 20 minutes because you're a little bit older or it's a bit colder of a day or it's a hotter day and you don't do as much, so on and so forth. Um, increase the core body temperature, skin temperature, uh, get the aerobic system working five minutes plus and get the muscles loose, yep. and then away we go. Happy days. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much all good. Yeah. I think we'll leave it there. Any follow-up questions, please let us know. Otherwise, we'll speak to you on the next podcast.